rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, guys, 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 thank you so much. We already have a great chat room going. This is Tara Devlin. If you're on any other feeds, come on over to YouTube, youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster and join the conversation and join the um, unapologetic liberal talk. I mean, that's what we're doing here on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity, really. And so there's a lot to talk about. Well, what, one thing I just have to, you know, you know I do all of the, the, I have to do the plugs. So we're on Progressive Voices. We're on, well, that's great. I mean, Progressive Voices every, so this show will be on Progressive Voices tomorrow at 6 p.m. We're on, um, where else? Oh, rockfin.com. Join Rockfin to become you know, you'll get uh, not only access, well, you have access to this show, of course, but other shows that we're bundled with, that the show is bundled with, like Ron Placone and Lee Camp and others. Um, and who else? Uh, oh, yes, FYI Nation. You guys remember, remember to um, join FYI Nation. You know, this is, uh, this is it. I mean, doesn't it suck, though, in a way, being a liberal where... Because uh, we, we're always, we, it's all, there's so much of a burden on on us in general because we don't have the big billionaire benefactors. So no matter what, it's we're constantly having to you know do it together. We stick together. We win. That's the rallying cry of of us of progressivism of normal people of the well. That's what I like to call progressives. Normal people versus Republicans, and it, that is really true. So, um, what was I saying? Yes, uh, FYI Nation, we're on Verdant Square Radio, the, another independent liberal radio station. Uh, so support these these voices, really, because otherwise we're done. And yes, of course, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Okay, listen up, guys. We're in big trouble I I don't know how you feel, but yeah, we're in the middle of a full tilt boogie fascist coup. It's happening. Um, we can't deny it. I don't know. We talk about this all the time, though. Like I get it. It gets um, no wonder. I think I have to tell you the truth. I I think I have um, some kind of stress related illness because i don't know i don't want to get into all my illnesses i don't have a lot of illnesses but i have i feel very um run down and uh, my muscles are hurting and anyway i looked it up i i went to dr um dr google and i saw that there's that 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 could be a condition that could be like chronic fatigue syndrome and and uh something else that has to do with stress things that people get in regard to stress. Maybe it is. I don't know. I have to go to the doctor. But the the fact is, yeah, I'm like one of those Americans. I don't want to go to the doctor because, you know, what I what if I'm sick, right? What if I'm actually sick and really sick? And then everything will come cr crumbling down because, you know, healthcare. We have a for-profit healthcare system. And I don't know. Maybe I, I just don't. Uh, I got to go. I just have to go. But that, but this is a consideration when you're not feeling well. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I hope I don't have anything 
that is going to require me to uh, go bankrupt. I'm sorry. Well, well, okay. One day at a time, really. And um, I, as I was reading um, the diagnosis from Dr. Google, I was like, of course, this, I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out all the time. I can't relax. You know, what do I, uh, every single day, um, I have a knot in my stomach about this, about everything that's going on. It, it's, it, there's not a day that goes by that I don't feel a sense, like some si sort of agita or, um, I mean, I guess that's, I mean, one time I went to the doctor, right? Because I had, my, my eye was twitching for a long time and it was really getting irritating <laughs> where I, people would notice it. Like my eye would just go bling, bling, bling. And um, so I went to the eye doctor. I thought it must be something wrong with my eye. And the doctor said, that is stress, stress. I was like, holy crap. My eye has been twitching off the, off the hook. <laughs> and I had no idea, but stress is a real thing. When we, I mean, as much as we talk about stress, it's, it is real. And we are affected by it. So I'm just, I'm just a human being. And it's not, it's really scary, frankly, to, to I, I could be worse. Yes, I know. You know, the thing that we, we talk about on the show, too, is like we talk about Godwin's Law, how um, we can now, I mean, I think that's kind of going by the wayside, though, um, can't talk about fascism because there's no fascists anymore or American fascists, let's say, because they're, nobody's in a death camp. So it's like you can't go from, you go immediately from A to Z. So if there's no Z, well, what about the A, right? We're in the early stages of the... We're not even in the early anymore, I'm telling you. We're in... If we were... See, we were in the early stages of a fascist coup during George W. Bush, during the, the 2000 Bush v. Gore, when the Supreme Court installed a, um, a president despite receiving fewer votes. Stop the vote count. I mean, this, the, we've been in this coup and where the the republicans who you know for whatever reason they have not been able to completely pull the trigger on fascism they've danced around it they've uh, whittled away at the edges of democracy and sometimes not you know <laughs> they've uh, not 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 exactly the edges right and but now it's it's as if and th and this has been the argument in western civilization for years for for generations i should say um whether well really millennia is democracy a viable um form of government and the the now back in you know in the 40s when fascists were on the ascendance in Western democracies, right? Well, not, not you know, like uh, Franco, Hitler, Mussolini, and uh, the, the there was this um, 
you know, open debate where the the uh, the Nazis, the, the Mussolini, the fascists all over the world um, openly expressed disdain for democracy. You know, initially they play the game of democracy, and that's what we're seeing right now. The as you see, the um, we are following in the footsteps of, um, of autocracies that are popping up all over the world yet again. So how many, this is what is so upsetting too, because how many people have to die to stop fascism? How many more? How many more, how many more? should it be 85 million more? Cause that's how many had to die in, in, uh, the forties stop fighting fascism or a victim of fascism or because of it. So it never ends well. And um, it's, it's truly happening here. So uh, one of the things I guess that's getting me incredibly stressed out is the, uh, knowing that, not only knowing that, but um, that, you know, we're up against a fascist coup and it's happening but the other part is the um, th- th- putting our faith in people who don't really seem to um, be as alarmed. I don't know. I wish I, I wish I wasn't alarmed. I, I, you know, but this is for real. It's actually happening. Hold on a second. I, f- I see the audio. Oh, no, it's not ready. <sighs> All right, I need to breathe a little bit. So, yeah, let me see, that we kick fascism, yes, Mark on the chat, I totally relate, hoping it gets all figured out and you get some relief, thank you, and that we kick fascism's ass ASAP, right, I mean, when I think about just what it's like living in fascism, see, if you're not in a targeted minority group, you'll, you'll be okay, in fascism but everybody else you know forget about it now the thing is what's going on now all right i'm the only reason i'm hesitating a little bit is because i hear the music okay hold on guys this is tara devlin unapologetic liberal talk we'll be right back All right, we're back. Listen, listen, listen. Why do I keep saying listen when you're listening? Okay. The fact that, um, what's his, I almost said Joseph Goebbels. Tucker Carlson did his show from Hungary. I mean, he he will go down in history as, as a Joseph Goebbels type, definitely, Tucker Carlson. But... They're not even pretending anymore. So for years, the the Republicans have had to, and conservatives in general, they have to pay lip service to democracy. It's that's just been the way it is. They have to talk about, and they still do it. Some of them, but trust me, I see the future. We will get to a point where they will. They will openly disdain democracy. They will openly say it's not working. They'll, they'll, they'll just rip um, Putin's talking points. 
right from his mouth if they could, <laughs> if he'd let them, that's for sure. So this week, as the New York Times and everybody reported, conservative, here's uh, the New York Times, conservative fellow travelers, Tucker Carlson drops in on Victor Orban. The headline alone, conservative fellow travelers, is Orban a conservative? If that's what conservatism is, if in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism, yeah. They, I guess this is, we've taken conservatism to its ultimate conclusion. So let's read a little bit from the New York Times article from Benjamin Novak. Uh, it's been a meeting of conservative fellow travelers, a jovial host who heads an authoritarian government bent on targeting liberal institutions, including universities, the judiciary, and the media, and his American guest exchanging grins. All of that right there, just that opening sentence. That's what Orban did. Now, doesn't it sound familiar, attacking universities, attacking the judiciary attacking the media, undermining all of these institutions, the institutions of democracy. This is, you, that's what you need in order to have a functioning democracy. The, all of these um, ingredients need to be uh, included. Otherwise, you, what, I don't know what cake you're baking, but it's not democracy. You know what I mean? If somebody gives you a recipe and says, this is, a, a, this is how you make a functioning uh, apple pie. And you say, yeah, you know what? Nah, I'll, I think I'm going to put some uh, sawdust instead of uh, flour or whatever. I'm going to change it here. I'm going to knock this, this out. I'm going to, instead of apples, I'm going to put in, you know, uh, worms. And uh, you're not going to have a cake or a pie. <laughs> not only that, it's not going to be that pie. It's not going to be an apple pie. It's going to be, um, I don't know, why am I, this metaphor is dumb. But you know what I'm saying. There are ingredients to a functioning democracy, and we've been whittling away at those ingredients for many years. And I, it's not just conservatives, though. Well, no, no, excuse me. It is conservatives. I meant it's not just Republicans, it's been the Democrats as well, knocking over the, the pillars of democracy. And what did we expect? So now we're here with these fascists who are completely emboldened. And Putin, Orban, all of the autocrats all over the world right now that, that love Twitter, that love to sow chaos here in the United States. There are, they are salivating. They can't believe their luck. How, how, uh, you know, how much fun it must be for them to look at this country from, from afar and completely just sow chaos into, to, to exploit the fissures of disunity, to, to exacerbate them, because this, this is what they do. You, this is how fascists uh, operate, how the coup has, how it goes, because you have to divide and conquer. And pouring in all, all kinds of bullshit. That's another thing, I guess, that's got me stressed. I just can't take it anymore. The friggin', the, the verbal diarrhea of buzzwords constantly coming out of, 
from the, you know, from the so-called left and the right. I'm talking about, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, talking about corporate, what did she say? Corporate communist. I mean, we'll get to that. And uh, it's just woke. Are you woke? I'm not woke. Don't be woke. Be be awake. I mean, it's like shut the f up. Um, critical race theory, masking, tearing. It's like all of these buzzwords constantly. Like a, a cornucopia of friggin' trigger words. And this kind. I mean, honestly, what what's it gonna take? Really, is there hope? of um rectifying everything that's wrong we are so far gone it feels and the uh, the the people the democrats who are supposed to be the opposition you know i don't think it's good enough that's what concerns me there are some democrats that get it they understand that uh, the serious moment we're in but the there's so many others that are just eh, just like the republicans going along with the sham going along with it for their own personal whatever reasons so um in a week in which tucker broadcasts nightly from budapest the american talk show host posed for pictures and interviewed hungary's authoritarian leader victor orban and took a helicopter to inspect Hungarian border fence designed to keep out migrants. Now, that's another, this is what Hungary did. They tickled the racist funny bones, the anti-immigrant sense, uh, you know, sentiment in, in, inherent in the, any right-wing dupe. Uh, that's how they get them. This is the other thing that gets me. I can't stand about Republicans because they fall for the tricks so easily all the time. The same old tricks like enough. Can't you see the pattern here? You dumb bastards. Every, every filthy fascist prick has pointed to immigrants and, uh, and said the same, same damn things. They don't even have new talking points. It's the same infestation. They're bringing disease uh, it it goes back to the beginnings of recorded history. Same old, same old goddamn, same old bullshit, same old propaganda, same old divisive shit that keeps uh, that 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 keeps democracies from functioning, because you cannot function and be this divided like this, and you know. We're divided because we have one, we have some people that are capable of functioning in democracy and others who just can't. They can't abide it. You know why? Because, I, know, I mean, I explained it all the time. They're, because they're freaking, this is what it comes down to. They're, it's racism. They can only take, just for the new people, I mean, this is how... This is the problem with conservatives. See, they can only take democracy up to a point. As long as it's just straight-acting white rich males, or they'll just take the the white dupes, the rich white, or not even rich, just the dumbasses, just white men. As long as white men are at the top of the heap, they can only take democracy that far. When it gets a little dangerously close to being a multiracial democracy, that's when they jettison it and that's that's what it's about 
They can't stand living in this country. They don't like the fact that this is a nation of immigrants. They just don't like it. That's why they pretend that that's not even true. We know that when Twitler squatted in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, he, um, one of the things in the Immigration and Naturalization Service, immigration, let me see. I want to see if they changed it back. They changed the mission statement of the Immigration and Naturalization Service to, they took out, um, in the first paragraph, it used to say, uh, the United States is a nation of immigrants. And they took that out. And so what does that say? That says they, they don't like who we are. You know, you can't change that. That's the, that's the nature of the United States. We, we didn't, uh, Columbus didn't discover America. There were people living here. And a lot of, then the, the you know, manifest destiny, the, the white uh, Western, uh, whatever, you know, the people who wanted to <laughs> exploit the, the, what they do, uh, came here and, uh, you know, why am I, let me see, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted by 10,000 buttons trying to press and keep the show on, but yeah. Um, all right. Let me focus better, 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 better. So hold on. I'm having many issues with the computer. All right. Anyway, before I keep going, Thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you so much. And Haiku, thank you for your super chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, JD. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. Republic clowns still hate when we diss their heroes. Yep. Where's this other thing, actually? Let me, let me find this other article that I wanted to read because it was written by Ann Applebaum. Let me show you, didn't I? There's so many things. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry about all of these technical problems, guys. I really am. It's so annoying to me, to you, I'm sure. Jesus Christ. It's embarrassing. I, you know, it sucks. You know what I mean? So, um, Anne Applebaum wrote, because she, she's, uh, a, she's pretty much an expert on authoritarian government. So she wrote an article, Orban's, wait, where is it? <laughs> One day we'll have a producer in here. Okay, and that'll be nice. And then, okay, Tucker Carlson is spending a week in Budapest in order to annoy Americans and everybody else who believes in the ideals of America, the rule of law, a free press, free elections, the conviction that democracy is preferable to autocracy. This is the, once again, the argument. Showing how much he despises the United States, its constitution, and its heritage, the Fox News host is celebrating the achievements of a petty Central European autocrat, Viktor Orban. He seems to believe that by paying homage to 
Hungary's assault on democratic institutions, he will make people angry at home just as the, his host does. The good thing about Orban Carlson told a dinner party in Budapest is that you are truly hated by all the right people. And yes, all the right people includes everyone who still has some faith in the American dream. And that whole um, you're hated by the right people, the co-opting and bastardizing, is that a word? Best, best you know, the, the, this is just the, the, the deformity that they make out of, um, let's say, oh, FDR. Because that reminds me of um, an FDR quote, judge me by the enemies I've made. So just co-opting that uh, and turning it into a cudgel to beat democracy down is disgusting, frankly. And these people, I, I got to say again, please, what is, uh, let's play the, um, what do you call it? Let's play the game. What if game? What if this were um, anybody on the left? What if it was Rachel Maddow went to Hungary to, uh, to praise an autocratic dictator who overthrew democracy in a chillingly similar way? as the Republicans in this country are trying to overthrow democracy. So, and the other, oh, wait, we'll get to it. Um, what if, I mean, really, what if, what would they do? What would the Republicans do? You know they would be screaming and yelling because they, that's all they do is scream and yell. They're never on the right, not only on the right side of history, they're, ne they're not sincere. You cannot take them sincerely. And that's another thing that gets me insane about the Democrats. Stop p playing the game that these people are sincere. They're not. They're nothing but, um, they, they are nothing but the antagonists to a functioning Democratic Republic. That's it. Let's see. So, um, just as Hungary now sponsors English language think tanks designed to promote or to promote Orban's illiberal ideas. What does that sound like? Hello. This is what the Republicans have been doing our my entire life. Think tank making think tanks. This is they took see Orban took the Republican playbook and and he accomplished it a lot quicker than the Republicans themselves. And I guess that's due partly to maybe the strength of our institution. I don't know, but they're not that strong. It's not, don't, we cannot rest on our laurels. I know that like during the beginning of Twitler's so-called presidency, I remember what's his, well, you know, Joe Scarborough or whatever would say, the institutions will hold, the American institutions are standing, they will hold... No, nothing will hold against incessant, nonstop undermining. It's inevitable that it will, it will topple. The institutions hold. How? How do they hold? Because some, he couldn't quite finish the coup? But that hasn't deterred them. We have traitors walking around in this country that haven't, they're not accounted for. It's like any, uh, in, in any um, disgusting situation, 
for example. Remember the Abu Ghraib. Um, regard, irregardless, is that a word? No. Regardless of the fact that the, I've been watching too much right-wing media and it's affecting my brain. So, um, the, remember when they blamed, see, regardless of the fact that it was Dick Cheney and the, the upper higher command who they, um, authorized torture against the Geneva Conventions and American and international law and in fact and the law of humanity considering the fact that torture doesn't work um th- it was the the only people that paid the price were the underlings right there were a few bad apples excuse it's the same thing that's going on now with the January 6th the few bad apples we got 500 people you know the FBI is going to find them that's so so far 500 people have been arrested but have they really paid a price who's paid the price just a couple of dumbasses the idiot who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk that guy uh, what about what about the instigators what, how come the guy the Jeffrey Clark the guy who um had the letter that was going that was uh the only reason the coup wasn't successful was because they there would have been mass resignations it was a they were but the guy had the letter and he was he was willing and eager to deploy it to tell the secretaries of state in georgia and and other counties that the the filthy fascist said you know, was fraudulent. The only thing that's fraudulent is the lie, of course. And the fact that they think that the, um, that we don't know history. And, but I mean, honestly, they don't know it, uh, clearly. But we see the pattern here. The only thing that, the, the thing that is incredibly concerning, of course, is that why? Why aren't they in jail? Why isn't Jeffrey Clark in jail? Right? He tried to over... There is no voter fraud, everyone. We know that. There's no... So there's no nothing, no merit. You can't just bring a lawsuit if you're supposed... If you're a lawyer. I mean, they in the very least... He should be disbarred. Jesus Christ. Hello, this is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. (sighs) Yeah. But really, right? Shouldn't this Jeffrey Rosen character... Not Rosen. Where am I I getting Rosen from? Jeffrey. Is that a... That's somebody else, right? Jeffrey Rosen. Not Rosen. Jeffrey Clark. So many names you got to remember. That's the guy's name. Yeah, Jeffrey Clark, the Trump lawyer who tried to help Twitter overthrow the uh, democracy. I mean, this is a traitor. This is a freaking traitor right there. So um, if there are, if there's no consequences to treason, then what the hell? What? what just pull the, pull the, the goddamn trigger already because... Um, it's coming. 
the next, I'm telling you, the next election will be the last election. If nothing is done. I don't care about infrastructure, really. I don't. It's nice, the great, we need it, yes. But we also need to put the fire out. The democracy, uh, our, our democracy is on fire. I think that takes precedence to stop these fascist pricks. That takes precedence. And the fact that they have a propagandist out there cozying up to foreign dictators, I mean, it's nothing new, goddammit. They do this all the time. They've always had relations with uh, foreign dictators. They love the damn dictators, Republicans, conservatives. They love dictators. Because they hate democracy. See, democracy is, it takes too much time. It takes too much work. They don't have the energy for that. Like children, you know, they want to cut corners. They want somebody else to do their homework for them. They want, you know, they don't want to do the work. They just want the rewards. That's it. It's like Twitler. You know, he didn't want to, he couldn't learn. He didn't want to learn. He just wanted to get a diploma. So he could say, look, I went to Wharton. Look at me, I'm smart. Not a dumbass like everybody says. Look. Which also, which is, it makes them even worse human beings. You know what I mean? Like, cause they don't have, that's why they hate. Um, they, they attack the elites, quote unquote, they, because they feel like, well, they know inside how inadequate they are. So, you know, even though they really desire the, um, you know, the recognition from whatever, well, be it the Nobel Prize, I mean, all the things that they long for, the recognition that they want, that they can't, they, I mean, if they worked hard, try, just work hard. Don't be um, a derivative fascist prick. Don't be an asshole, you know? Do, you can work, work on yourself, work hard. Maybe you will do something to earn a Nobel Peace Prize. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just incredible. How is, how are they still walking around? How is Twitler still walking around? No accountability. I mean, if somebody, if there's one person on this planet that has never had to pay any consequences, it's him. Why? Why him? It just goes to show you how sick this system is. And really what how much we how much work we have. Cuz if like in uh, in any other country, remember when um the the economy crashed the, for the second time in 100 years thanks to conservatism and the uh what was it? In Iceland, they sent the banksters to jail. Not here, though, right? No, no banks just go to jail here. So the, the, these are things you need to do. You ha there has to be accountability or there will continue to be corruption. The, I mean, they, the elites, they never, why, why would they learn the lesson? Why? why? Why would they learn it? They don't have to. 
There are no consequences for anything that they do. They could crash the economy. They could bankrupt millions of, of Americans. They could, they could do whatever the hell they want to you. They could, they, could in, uh, be, they could be involved in a coup, an attempted coup that's still going on. God damn it. It's still going on. And now they're propagandists are fanning out to uh, to s- suckle dictator dick somewhere, uh, uh, wherever they can. I mean, all of the, the authoritarians all over the world love it. They love, they love them some Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. And the rest of them. And it's, uh, it, how is... A, the likes of Tucker Carlson welcomed, welcomed back, welcome back, Tucker. It's incredible. Welcome back to America. You, you traitor. Well, and apple bomb. Let's see where is it. Oh, she, she, she writes, showing how much he despises the United States, its constitution, and its heritage. The Fox News host is celebrating the achievements of a petty Central European autocrat, Viktor Orban. He seems to believe that by paying homage to Hungary's assault on democratic institutions, he will make people angry at home, just as his host does. The good thing about Orban, Carlson told a dinner party in Budapest, is that you're truly hated by all the right people. And by all the right people... It includes everyone who still has some faith in the American dream. Carlson is not the first Western commentator to indulge in this particular form of self-loathing international tourism, just as Hungary now sponsors English language think tanks designed to promote Orban's illiberal ideas. So did the Soviet Union once create phony institutions for peace designed to promote Soviet communism. The idea in both cases was and is the same. Lore foreigners who are bored, disgruntled, or underpaid at home offer meals, attention, and sometimes more. Let's get to the bottom here. The aggrieved Americans who now find their way to Orban or Viktor Putin or, or Vladimir Putin or dislike their own um, also dislike their own countries, albeit for different reasons. They cannot abide its racial diversity, hello, its modern culture, and its free press. That's that's it. She hits the nail on the head. And, well, it's exactly what we say all the time. They're racist. And then they talk about modern culture. They just don't like the fact that the world keeps evolving without them. That's the problem. You see, that's why they go after trans people. They go after gays until it didn't pay off. And now it's trans. Uh, They don't like it. They, everything is uh, the culture wars, the culture wars. And what it means is um, that exactly what Ann Alpabom says. They just despise modern culture. You know why? Because they're incapable of functioning in a democracy. I don't care if you don't like modern culture. What is modern culture? Modern culture means that maybe you're you're not a dick to um, 
people who are uh, have a different sexual orientation than you or you know it's um more open and understanding of diversity it's not uh, that's modern culture i don't know trying to be decent trying to be uh, not a not a not a racist prick you know ask the cat in the hat people i i mean it just drives me insane these these fuckers uh, going a- after the uh, cat in the hat, be- or not cat in the hat, you know, uh, Dr. Seuss for the the Dr. Seuss, I guess, estate for deciding not to publish three of all of however many books they have because of the racial insensitivity. It's an, it's an old book. It's old fashioned. It comes from a different time. The the people who um, try to make money off Dr. Seuss still, the, the corporation that publishes the book, said, this isn't a good look. We don't want to be the people that continue these racist tropes. But anyway, that's an aside. We know. And that this is what they're hanging on to? Oh, they canceled Dr. Seuss. They canceled... I mean, meanwhile, what? remember when they tried to cancel Spongebob? These fuckers, they tried to cancel Spongebob. Remember that? I had to endure that back then. When, uh, because one of the, oh, oh, the Teletubbies, remember that? They tried to cancel the Teletubbies because they, uh, one of the Teletubbies they said was gay. <laughs> the Teletubbies that have no genitals or um are they're not even what are they they're not even real it's unreal well it's also like mr potato head they're very triggered by fantasies god my name is tara devlin all right let's see um where is it orban's visitors serve the same end as Stalin's Soviet leaders wanted to prove their compa- to the compatriots that their system was better than Western democracy and to provide an answer to foreign criticism. Orban's purpose is identical. When Carlson or, <laughs> uh, or any of the other American commentators who have made their pilgrimage to Budapest sings the Hungarian leader's praises, that helps bolster Orban's image at home. It also it's like what Twitler did for Kim Jong Un by giving him by elevating him, uh, giving him a meeting. Uh, I mean, with nothing, getting nothing in return. But what a picture! He what he did was he he gave Kim Jong Un everything he ever wanted. He gave this tin pot dictator attention. He made he elevated him to equal status of the American people. It's disgusting what he did, and and that's what I'm saying. These filthy fascists. If they, if only they were consistent, then I wouldn't hate them so much. But the their their complete and utter silence. Because you know, if that were Obama, and if that were any other Democrat. The we'd still be in uh, enduring the whining about it, but they have selective outrage, 
and it only uh, applies to, to Democrats, of course. Uh, but that goes to show you it's proof of how insincere they actually are. So therefore, you don't you don't negotiate with them like they're like they are sincere. You don't. What you do is you you, you use your uh, by every means at your disposal. You use your your liberal media, your uh, bully pulpit to really show what's going on. The thing that that gets me about the Democrats is that what they're doing, and we've talked about it numerous times, is that they're giving the Republicans cover for their coup by by um, pretending, well, well, I guess they're not pretending, but, but by negotiating with them, by saying all the time how uh, this isn't about Republicans and Democrats, this isn't about, I mean, I, I, I want to, God, God help us. If I hear that one more time, I might, I don't know, I might want to bang my head against the wall. This isn't about Republicans and Democrats. This isn't about Republicans. It is. I'm sorry. But by saying that, you're telling the low-information voter and the, the American, average Joe American who doesn't really pay attention, as we do, they might see a little bit here and there. They don't understand what's, what's really at stake and what's really happening because they go through the trappings. They have the trappings of democracy, just like Hungary does. Just like Hungary does. And, and they also have an opposition party that maintains, um, you know, their uh, somewhat of a critical stance against Orban. But the fact is, the, it all, it all, it's all uh, who counts the votes, you see? That's what's going to happen here if we allow it. My God. So let me see. Where is it? The irony, of course, is that under Orban, it's impossible for a Hungarian equivalent of Carlson, a loud television pundit, critical of government, watched by millions of people. It's impossible for that type of person to exist. In Hungary, the ruling party doesn't merely influence the press. It owns the bulk of the press, and not metaphorically. This is not some subtle form of influence. A few years ago, owners, even pro-government owners, were forced to, quote-unquote, donate their media properties to a holding company controlled directly by people close to Orban. Many independent radio stations and networks and newspapers have been forced off the air and out of business through overt and covert intervention in, in, in the advertising market. The token independent outlets, mostly websites that have been allowed to remain, are subject to stringent government surveillance. Then that's what will happen to this show. The Hungarian, until the knock on the door, you know, well, in the middle of the night, Probably not more more of a bang than a knock. Hungarian government has gone so far as to use Pegasus spyware from the Israeli company NSO Group to track journalists, following their conversations, their messages, and their movements. Oh well, the the fake news, the enemy of the people, right? 
Carlson, whose father was the head of the agency that ran Voice of America during the Cold War, surely knows all of this. He understands he's following directly in the footsteps of the old communist fellow travelers, the men and women who made regular pil pilgrimages to the old Soviet Union, to Mao's China, or to what used to be East Germany. I suspect that he, like some of the other right-wing fellow travelers, has not actually fallen for the Orban Khan, but Carlson's cynicism about America is so profound and his nihilism is so overpowering that he doesn't care. If he can make people angry, he achieves its most important goal. Fortunately for the rest of us, there is a simple solution. We don't have to get angry. Well, that's, that, I, I'm glad you could say that. But we can switch off Fox News and watch something else. If we lived in an autocracy like the one Carlson would have America emulate, that wouldn't be so easy. And th that's what they want, though. You understand? That's where they're going. Permanent Republican majority. Drowning government. Uh, what is it? Uh, shrinking government to the size of a baby that you can drown in the bathtub. I always found that that analogy to be um, quite disturbing. A baby in a bathtub? Is that, isn't that what he said? The baby in the bathtub? Baby in the bathtub. Drown. <laughs> I shouldn't Google this. Um, who said that, though? That was... I can't remember. Who was it? It wasn't Grover Norquist. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, it was Grover Norquist. See? I don't want to abol abolish government. I sh oh, no, he didn't say baby. I guess it just evokes the image of a baby. I simply want to reduce it to the size where I can drag it into the bathroom and drown it in the bathtub. That's so disgusting. It really is. They're, I mean, because that's who they are. When they're saying they want to drown government in the bathtub, this is what we've been dealing with from the time before Mark was born. Mark, our millennial correspondent. Drown it in the bathtub. When they're saying they want to drown government in the bathtub, they want to drown the government that all of those founding fathers that they like to pretend to, that they represent and that they, they like to dress up as, they want to wear the tricorned hats and they want to look real, uh, you know, spirit of 1776. But that's the government they want to drown. They want to drown the government that those founding fathers fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. That's what they're saying. And this is why I say all that they hate America. Come on. How do you? Oh, they, well, of course, they say that about liberals. We hate America. No, we don't. We actually love America. That's why we want America to be the best she can be for uh, all of us, for every American and all those who want to be Americans and all those who are here and, you know, as our guests. You want to ensure, you know, you, you invite people into your home. You want to make sure they're safe and, and decent and, you know, fed and... 
It's just, that's what we're trying to do. Have a functioning nation of immigrants that works for everyone, of all pigments. How about that? Not just the rich. Not just, I mean, we want a country where the, um, the American dream isn't, uh, is once again, the actual American dream, that name meaning uh, you too can have a decent middle-class life, which is the Republicans have changed that to you too can be a billionaire, I guess. That's it. You too one day can be a billionaire. If you come up with some scam or bookstore online or you just, you know, work hard, ride, uh, drive your Uber, do your DoorDash, don't sleep, don't, don't have a weekend, don't have any days off, don't maternity leave, paternity leave, sick pay, sick leave, don't worry about it. You're dr- just be, um, you know, work, 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 because maybe you could be a billionaire. Unreal. That was the music. Listen, listen, let's see. Let me see. Let me see what's going on in the chat. There's a couple of things. It's just, I don't know. Am I, am I overreacting here? I don't, know. I don't think so. Not only are, so we have that. Okay, so we have the fascists running um, around the globe um, praising dictators, anti-American, and not only <laughs> dictators. You see, it would, it's not, it, it's worse. It could, it, if the dictators would just, just be a dictator in your own, stay in your lane, dictator. No, they have to, they have to F with us. They got to make their, their, their disingenuous memes and share them and come up with uh, fake Facebook groups, pro-Trump fake Facebook groups, and have all the assholes sign up. I mean, dumbasses. And then the, remember that we showed a video a long time ago of uh, a lady who was part of this right this Trump Facebook group that used to actually get together in real life and the FBI who has their eye on these these things watch uh, found out that it, this was a Facebook group created by Russian intelligence it was created to uh, to go again to well to uh, help Trump get elected and the lady was told that the the um, reporter told the lady, "Well, this Facebook group. Are you aware that this Facebook group is was created in uh, Russia? Is a Russian intelligence operative?" <laughs> and uh, the lady was like, "Get out of No, you're fake. You're fake news. You're fake. No, I. I oh God, I can't." I, see her face and that's the result of fascism that's republican propaganda the incessant propaganda that has forever just whittled away at the pillars of democracy and by doing so they have they have uh turned the american people 
against each other, turned people into enemies. So there's no, how, how can we move forward together when these fascists, they, they hate everything about this country and so much so they're trying to change it. They're trying to change it from a democracy into an autocracy. There, there's no doubt. That's what it means. That's what a permanent majority party means. That's what, I mean, they're not fit. They're not fit. In order to, you would think that that's like the um, baseline in order to run for, for government, a position in government, is that you believe in democracy. Maybe they should make people take a civics test because clearly they're dumb. God, here, there's a couple of things. Here, I'm, I'm debating in my mind what, who to play first because I want to talk about Mr. Ma well, what's his name? Mr. Megan McCain, Ben Dominich. Well, we'll talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, too. That's the other one because they're... So while, what's his face? While Tucker, chicken boy, chicken murdering, uh, Swanson baby, flies all over the globe, I don't know, doing, uh, doing an autocrat's, the hard work of autocracy, then here in the United States, we have the fascists in, who, are infil who infiltrated government um, they are calling for violence against their fellow Americans. So that's another thing. That's what gets me very stressed out. Um, the fact that the, you know, it's once you cross the line and we talked about this before and like in the Roman Republic, the first time they, that um, violence was introduced into the political system. It took hundreds of years for that to happen in the Roman Republic. And, and then, it, of course, it was a liberal reformer that the conservatives rose up against and beat to death. And uh, not only did was he talking about the uh, Tiberius Gracchus, who was a, an, a reformer and... He was beaten, and his body, he was a part of a noble family, but his body was thrown in the Tiber instead of given a burial, a, a, uh, a funeral, I should say. And um, which it was not, I mean, it's not just not, not nice. It's also, um, it's disgraceful, and it would, it's, it's worse than what we would consider it now because they, uh, it would prevent them from having a, an afterlife uh, in the manner of the, that they are accustomed to. So to do that would, is, it's, a, it's talk about uh, violating a norm or crossing a line. But once they did that, and then what happened, then they wrote articles, or not, well, I guess the Roman equivalent of articles that wrote um, justifying throwing the body in the Tiber instead of giving, it, giving a, a, a funeral. And um, the, it, it's so, it's just the same that's happening. It's happening. It always happens the same way. 
people don't change. The the steps to destruction are the same. And it's happening yet again. So once, but once you have introduced violence into the system, and that, that's one of the things that we say all how, since we're, my whole life I've heard it, peaceful transfer of power. That's one thing we could take pride in. And I never really appreciated it, I have to say, to the extent that I do now, as much as I know. And, and understood about history and republics that have fallen, I never um, really truly appreciated it until now. Because I guess I never lived in a system that that uh, resorted to violence. I always I was just used to the elections, and I, I always assumed that it would be the same. As much as I never, I mean. As much as I know that in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism, I was always like, I I guess I never thought on some level that we would get here as quickly as we did. Maybe I was naive, thinking that everything will hold like, uh, what's his name, Scarborough said. I don't know. Maybe I is probably in denial. But... Anyway, once you introduce violence, there's no going back. So the Republicans have crossed that line. They have introduced violence into the political system as an official form of uh, doing business. And it's not, hey, it's not just the fringe, okay? All over Fox News. They're, they, I mean, Fox News is just a stochastic terrorist channel at this point and there they um they don't come right out and say oh commit violence but it's the same thing that happened on january 6th hold on i i guess it will get to a point where they will come right out and say hey stop beating these people to death or whatever but um, there, here, let's, let's play this here. Hopefully you can hear it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, help me. The wide awakes of the 1860s, so their ideological descendants fear and hate the wide awake Americans wide of the 2020s. Awake. Make no mistake, the progressive left today is the inheritor and continuance of the slave power of yesterday. It is the same aristocratic uh-oh, creed. Uh-oh, the same- uh-oh. Is that playing? Tell me. Hold on. Don't even tell me. Enmity to the Declaration of... Let let me see. Hold on. You guys hear that on the chat? Did you hear when I played the movie? Before I continue, I just want to make sure it's going out over the air. Dependence, the same fixation on the hierarchy of race and caste, and this. Okay, I'll start it. Their ideological descendants fear and hate the wide awake Americans of the 2020s. Make no mistake, the progressive left today is. See, this this is Mr. Megan McCain, and he he's, I guess, trying to change. Thank you, Haiku, for uh, your response. Thank you. Um, he's trying to change the woke to <laughs> wide awake. Don't be woke. Be wide awake. 
because they're boring, I guess. Being just saying wide awake, they're so so fucking derivative and irritating. Inheritor and continuance of the slave power of yesterday. It is the same aristocratic creed, the same enmity to, to the Declaration of Independence. The same. First of all, can you, can you, just can you take his monotone, dead delivery? I don't even know what it what it is. It gives me the creeps. This just flatline, dead-eyed, dead soul monotone like fixation on the hierarchy of race and caste and the same dread of Americans who rebel against them the same horror at the possibility that an ordinary working man regardless of his race might wake up to the truth see there it he's not saying anything except buzzwords and I guess he's saying that an ordinary man of any race, because, oh, they're not racist, you see? Oh, I get it. It's we, it's we, we, it's liberals who are racist. That's what the message is. And, and um, if you missed it, that's what he said at the top, that we're the same, liberals are the same people that put people in slavery. And yet again, that's, that's a racist trope right there. What he, uh, of course he's an idiot. So, and he also knows he he doesn't give a shit even if he knew. But the whole um, Democrats keep uh, keep people who have darker pigment. Democrats keep people of darker pigment in bondage by giving them goods, uh, giving them free stuff. And that in itself, this always drives me insane. And I'm saying this. I hope that other Democrats, people who have a larger platform than this, when they hear that shit, please call it out. That is a racist trope right there. You're saying that Democrats give um, people of darker pigment free stuff, and therefore that's why they vote for the Democrats, as if they're, they're just... Um, uh, teaching, see, that's the difference between the Republicans and Democrats. Because Republicans, on the other hand, won't give you shit, but they'll teach you the dignity of work. And the Democrats, they just want to, they want to make you slaves. That's what they're saying, and it's the same old racist trope that the use that the white power structure would employ against um, enslaved people, saying that. It was good because we uh, needed to be to, they needed to be taught the dignity of work. And if you don't if you give them free stuff, they're just going to lounge around and not work because that's that's the last thing I want to do. The, the first thing they want to do is just lay around and uh, take handouts. You see these pricks. And it's what he is saying is an update. To that and no one ever points that out that's what drives me crazy too because it's like excuse me why are you giving that any credence it's the same old you know trope from uh, we've been listening to for hundreds of years they're damnest to keep wide awake americans suppressed wide awake demonized locked down locked and for the rest up. to oh keep oh my the god 
What is it with your voice? What is with them all? Every single Republican, do they all have to have some outlying, irritating characteristic? You know, all of them. With him, with him, I mean, all of their voices. I'm not saying that my voice is uh, like a chorus of angels or anything, but come on. Well, how is this normal? Why are you so monotone? Are you kidding me? It's, all, it's like hypnotic in a way, but not in a good way. Asleep and in the dark. You know the playbook by now. Americans who reject the woke and show they are wide awake are denounced by nattering elites and their media handmaidens Holy as extremist, sh- as dangerous, and, this is rich, as white supremacists. Oh, yeah, it's rich. There weren't, uh, how, there weren't any um, Jews will not replace us at the Capitol. Um, there were all those proud pricks and one percenters, three percent, whatever the hell they are. Um, no, no, no white nationalists in there. Except there were and are. Jesus. <laughs> this is rich. They called us racist. Can you believe it? All we're doing is being a bunch of racists and targeting minority groups. So trying to make them um, ensure that they can't vote. I mean, what's so racist? We're so not racist that there's hardly any people who are uh, not white in our party. I don't know why. We're, we're so not racist that, uh, I mean, you look at Twitler's cabinet back in the day, it was, you, you might as well put on a damn pair of sunglasses because you might burn your retina. We're, we're, we live in a multiracial country, uh, even if not a functioning democracy. And for some reason, all of the, all the, all the Republicans, it's just like all these white people everywhere. As if it's almost like uh, they think that unless you're white, you're, uh, you're not worthy. It's weird. It's a lie, and no <laughs> one believes it. Not even them. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to legally and peacefully Maidens do something. Extreme. Punch him in the legal... No, I'm only kidding. Legally and peacefully. He does have a punchable face. I saw that on the chat, Andrea. You're right. I, it's so punchable, but legally and peacefully punchable. Americans who reject the woke and show reject their wide the awake woke. are denounced by nattering elites f- and their media handmaidens as extremists already. As and dangerous, go, just and get the this is rich F out. As white supremacists. <laughs> rich. It's a lie. It's rich. No one believes it. No one? Not even them. Really? No, we believe it, honey. I'm telling you, it's not a lie. No one believes it. No, we believe it. The majority believes it. We know it. Not even them. No, 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 no. We believe it, too. We all believe it. That's why we say it. If we don't have to call you racist, you know what I mean? This is the other thing. If they um, they're they don't like being called racist, we understand that. But it's not like we're just pulling racist. Let's call them something. Okay, what will it be? Um, let's call them, uh, um, uh, they got, I don't know, they're, they smell. Okay. No, no, that's not it. Um, they are, uh, they're, they, they're, they got bad breath. 
No. Okay, good. Well, maybe all of the above. Let's, I got it, guys. Let's call them racists. That'll really get them. The thing is, there has to be a grain of truth. And there's more than a grain. It's like the uh, Mount Fuji of truth. So um, the reason we're calling you racist is because you are. Because you are, Blanche. Because you are. It's not like, you know, we, 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 you know why we're calling you racist? We have eyes. We have ears. We see you. Your actions are public. So when you, when you take actions, and we as normal people, we get to discuss them and break them down, we conclude that you are racist and not just it's not it's not just uh me it's the people it's the racists the racists know you're racist the racists you know i mean and and the fact that the, the um as far as the demographics of the democratic party so the majority what is the let me see african-americans the demographics uh, Democratic Party. So let me see how many in general. Party affiliation. Let's see how many. Uh, 87% of people with darker pigment vote Democratic. Oh, are you saying that 87% are just a bunch of lazy takers who want to hang out and they want free stuff? That's it. They've been lured by the siren song of free stuff. Like what? I mean, we pay taxes. We got to pay taxes. We're not going to space, bitch. What are you talking about? So 87%, it's... uh, that's how the Democrats have done it. But, and that betrays them. You understand? Because the, even saying that without blinking an eye, it's like they, they're so racist, they don't even realize how racist they are. They don't know when they're saying racist stuff. It's because it's just there all the time. And just saying that Democrats, uh, that People with darker pigment vote Democratic because of uh, free stuff. That's racist in itself. And they think that that's that's some kind of argument or justification. They think that they're doing themselves a favor by saying that. And and nobody points it out, though. That's why we're pointing it out. So... I hope that other Democrats who have a larger platform or whatever or or talk to some of these Democrats in office can give them the the tools, give them the firing, what do you call it, the ammunition. When uh, when one of these fascists says that, just say, what are you talking, that's a racist trope in itself and you're so racist you don't even realize it. America's Great Awakening. You see the lower third there? It's not a wokeness, though. Don't don't make don't be confused. 
it's not an awakening. It's not an awakening. It's awakening. Whatever that means. It's whatever the difference is. You see, they're so goddamn derivative. They have, they, they have, they're not creative anyway, whatever. I mean, think about it. They're not, they have no ideas. Their ideas suck. Their ideas, we've, please. They got old ideas. They got ideas that drag us back to the dark ages. All right, let's continue with him, with punchable face. I mean, uh, Miss, Mr. Megan McCain. Free speech, free soil, free men. It was the wide awake battle cry. Oh, you see, he said free men. He's not PC. That's another thing that they do now. They, that's, that's their virtue sing, signaling that um, don't you worry. We're, we're talking about men. No, we're not being PC. We're not going to say free people because we mean men. When men were men. Remember when men were men? Remember that? And everybody knew their place. Men could do things like uh, grab you by the, by the pussy because you were famous. Or um, men could just be men. They could, ju- you remember that? Those were the good old days when men, uh, women couldn't do anything on their own. They couldn't escape even if they wanted to. That's when men were men. We're talking about men. We're not PC here in the Republican Party, even though we're, we're supposed to leave. We're not woke. We're awake. How is that awake? That sounds pretty goddamn... That sounds pretty goddamn asleep. Pretty goddamn dull, too. 60, and it's the same today. Because you see the stakes today. don't change. Can you imagine... Only the circumstances do. Megan McCain allows him to climb on top of her. And then they created a life called Liberty. What are we going to call him, honey? Let's call her. um, What should we call her? Constitution. uh, Freedom. um, What about um, Stripe? I had uh, I knew a cat named Stripe once, and um, how about stars? Um, let me see. Uh, liberty. How about justice? Liberty and justice. No, our next, our son. When we have our next son. Well, I know this is a daughter, but she better not be a trans. Because then, that's just too woke. Let's call her, what are we going to call her, honey? Independence? Shall we call her self-governance or civil rights? Or how about, um, um, let's see, I'm looking at the, the similars, similes. Let's call her freedom. No. Why don't you call her flagpole? <laughs> You're so you're so into fr- freedom and flags. It's like you know, it's like I named my cat Francis after Judy Garland because I love Judy Garland, and Judy Garland's real name is Francis Gum. So they named their child Liberty because they love Liberty. You see, 
liberty, the liberty to not give a shit about anybody else but yourself. The liberty to, well, let's keep going. Call for violence against other Americans? One side, you have the enemies of everything this nation has ever Here, been in. You hear this. This is what I'm talking about. Here we go. This is on, this ain't on no fringe channel. This ain't like, you know, our channel. This is going, this, this monotone moron went into millions of homes with this shit. All right. And here it comes. See, the stakes don't change and neither does the enemy. The Only enemy. the circumstances do. On one side, you have the enemies of everything this nation has ever been and meant. And on the other, you have the patriots, the Americans, the men and women who will do anything to preserve it. But you see, yeah, he's right. On one side, you have the enemies. The other side, you have the patriots. But he's, he's it. We've seen the enemy, honey. You're looking, look at it. Look in the mirror, honey, to find the enemy. Like OJ found the real killer. Look in the mirror. Unreal. The the enemies who stand against everything. What are we standing against? Oh, we're standing against your fascist coup. I see. So we're the enemies. Let's make no freaking mistakes here, guys. We know this. There was no, there was no voter, uh, no voter fraud. And they know it. And they know it. All of them know it. Jeffrey Clark knows it. This prick, Mr. Megan McCain, knows it. They all know it. Tucker, effing, chicken murdering, Swanson boy, prick face knows it. There was no voter fraud, you scumbags. Not you guys, him. Republicans, they know it. So everything that they've done, so that's great that Giuliani is not allowed to practice law temporarily. Let's hope it's permanent in New York and Washington. But all of them, they need to be disbarred. There has to be consequences for this. And this guy, the fact that we have a major filthy fascist corporate media network that allows... This kind of language. Here we go. And uh, that's part of the problem. They know what civilization requires. You are the heart of a nation that has slept for so long. But now, at last, you are wide awake. So now I ask you again, what are you willing to do? And there there you go. That's your stochastic terrorism. Right there. What are you willing to do? You're part of a, uh, you're wide awake now. Just like the founders. I mean, this went on for 10 minutes. This is just the end of it. Just like the founders, they, they fought and bled and died. What are you going to do? This is stochastic terrorism. It's the same thing that went on on January 6th. Mo Brooks and and Giuliani and Twitler getting up there. You got to fight like hell. Trial by combat. What are they talking about? They're talking about they're going to kill people. That's what it is. 
they've introduced violence into our political system, and they're not going back. We're not going back. That's a problem. It real. I mean, it is. We're in trouble, guys. So, I'm going to wait to go, um, because I see the Progressive Voices show is coming to an end. But uh, we're going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene in a few. So, if you are on Progressive Voices and you want to listen to the end of the show, the last half hour of the show, I should say, join us on YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster and subscribe and like and hit the notification bell to get notified when we go live so you can join us in the chat room with the rest of the cool people. And, uh, yeah, and we will win. I'm waiting for the music. I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping the gun. So, because I want to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. She also called for political violence. This is, But isn't this what they have been doing for forever? Calling for violence? What about when the census, right? In the, in the census, um, they were they talked about people don't come to my door. Second Amendment remedies. There is no there's no there's no such thing as a Second Amendment remedy, right? Because the Second Amendment the the remedy is the is the Constitution. It's not. It's elections. It's not go kill somebody that is in your in the, in an opposing party cuz the founders didn't fight a revolution and overthrow a king and an aristocracy only to give um the citizens of the United States permission to shoot them dead that that's absolutely ridiculous but oh wait a minute I think, oh, oh, you know what? What the fuck? This is so weird. All right, we're going to keep going. I think maybe the Progressive Voices show was already over. And I missed that cue? How the hell did that happen? Anyway, whatever. We got problems. The show is, I, I got, guys, you know, I told you about my technical problems. So I had to re install everything i had to wipe the hard drive everything's like new again and things aren't functioning so annoying all right well that's why i really appreciate you guys you're the best you are um as much as i mean i say it's the truth this is our show i that's how i feel and you prove it every time every day every show because you're like the producers. And also, thank you, Shadow Star Ace, for your super chat. All right, let's get into Marjorie Taylor Greene, because she, another thing, oh, there's a couple of things about her. Well, here's her, where is it? Well, she also called for people to shoot people. What was it? Um, oh, wait, there's a, see, this is another thing. Saturdays are hard because we have to keep to the two hours. There's so many things to talk about, you know? Well, let me get to it quickly then, Marjorie. Because I wanted to play 
well, Ben, what's his name? Ben, uh, Mr. Megan McCain. I just wanted to, well, while we're on it, I'm sorry. I know I'm all over the place. But while we're on Ben, let me remind you what a loser he is. And the fact is, they all suck. They're all that way. The reason he can just spew um, buzzwords, nonsensical buzzwords, that's what he does. He Let's take a trip down memory lane a little bit to remind people, unless maybe you don't know, um, Ben Dominench, Dominench, is that how you pronounce his name? He, he actually did, um, he was hired by, who was it? Was it the Washington Post? Yeah, he was hired by the Washington Post. He lasted three days at the Washington Post before they, I don't, I don't know why they didn't do this earlier, but they uncovered his extensive history of plagiarism. So isn't that, isn't that the, like typical? So, um, for example, he liked to plagiarize. Here, where is it? P.J. O'Rourke was one of his favorite um, authors who he just completely ripped entire paragraphs from his books. He, I mean, he writes, where is it? Ben, ben writes, Christmas parties, wine tasting parties, book publishing parties, parties with themes such as Las Vegas night and Waikiki Whoopi, parties with, at which anyone is wearing a blue velvet tuxedo this is pj o'rourke he and then he writes it's not a real party oh no pj o'rourke office parties it's the same thing wine tasting parties book publishing parties same exact paragraphs whole paragraphs he completely lifted and you know that's okay you can you could take somebody's writing and put it in your writing but f you give it credit that's it all you gotta do is put quotes quotes as pj o'rourke says you know but parties christmas parties i mean that's just one example there's numerous it goes on for pages i'm, I'm looking at where is it this of course nothing's fucking working eh, it's not working but i'm looking at a uh, an article from the daily Kos that has them all broken down and it, and it goes on and on why can't i show it to you though that's what i wonder beep bop 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 there we go say look a comprehensive two-day dominant plagiarism diary. Just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Look at that. This is what he does. And scrolling and scrolling. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, what, I don't know if you could see the, the bar over there on the right. See, look and scrolling and scrolling and scroll these are all examples of him plagiarizing just lifting things right from other people's um 
writings. Because isn't that what they do, though? Lazy, lazy, talentless hacks. No wonder democracy is so confusing to them. Because like I say, it takes a level of maturity to function in a free democratic society. But that's, they don't have it. They don't have that maturity. They don't want to do the work, clearly. They just want to... And the other thing is that the... Um, everything that they're talking about, that's another reason why they, they're such whiners. It's because um, one, as we evolve as people, as we, as we naturally do, and the conservatives whine and cry and stamp their feet and stand athwart history, yelling "stop!" The, the oh fuck! I'm sorry, fucking thing. Ugh. Son of a bitch! thing just quit I apologize everyone hopefully this will all work out in the end <laughs> those might be famous last words fuck I need a new something anyway alright let's get on to Marjorie Taylor Greene then so she's another one I mean they're all they're all calling for um, for violence. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I, I remember when uh, AOC said she's a deeply unwell woman. Absolutely. They're, but they're all unwell. And she's unwell, clearly, but there are no consequences. And, for example, why, how come there's no consequences when a, an elected representative calls for violence against American citizens. There are no consequences for this. It's, it's the same old thing. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. And they get to get away with uh, all of this horrible behavior because we're, we, we, we are supposed to take them with a grain of salt when they're calling for violence. We're supposed to say, oh, well, that's just them. That's just crazy Margie Q calling for violence again. But it, it manifests in actual murders, death. Why do people have to? So we're trying to get through this pandemic, and now Marjorie Taylor Greene is telling people to pull guns on uh, those who knock on their door about the vaccination. So um, here's from Vanity Fair. The one happy byproduct of the Delta variant is that it causes a surge in cases, hospitalizations, and deaths in the U.S., but it also appears to be inspiring people to uh, get vaccinated. On Thursday, the White House COVID response Coordinator Jeff Zients told reporters that in the prior 24 hours alone, the U.S. had administered more than 864,000 doses of vaccine. Okay, then you have the Americans who continue to refuse to get inoculated. Unsurprisingly, that politician, and then I'm just skimming, uh, 
is Marjorie Taylor Greene, whose own existence is hopefully inspiring scientists to develop a vaccine against crazy. Well, I doubt it. At an event last month in Alabama, the Georgia representative who has compared mask mandates to the Holocaust and vaccine requirements to segregation suggests that the Biden administration's door-to-door vaccine push will result in government officials showing up to people's homes and demanding personal information for extremely nefarious purposes and that those people should be greeted with a barrel of a gun. And she's not the only one. The, um, remember during CPAC, there were numerous clips that came out of different CPAC pundits and commentators talking about, oh, when they come to your door, they might be there to take your guns and your Bible. Who, nobody gives a shit about you and your Bible and your, I mean, I don't care about your guns when you're out trying to kill us. You want, stay home and play with your gun. Stay home then. Clean it. Clean it often. There are a lot of gun accidents I hear when people are cleaning their guns. But do it alone, you know. Don't do it with normal people there. <sighs> but she's suggests, Marjorie Taylor Greene suggests that uh, gun owners should kill people encouraging vaccinations. You know, the party of life. The party of freedom, the party of what? The the party of um, fascism. You you call yourself a patriot, but you tell your freaky whoever actually votes for you uh, on purpose. You tell them to kill people coming to your door, people who are working for the government. Because we're trying to, we have a national crisis where there's an international crisis. We're trying to get through it. We're trying not to bury anybody else, even though that's not happening. The Republicans are trying as hard as they can to ensure that we hit another 600,000 more dead. So they, um, they, they're t- she's telling people to kill that your fellow Americans need to be killed. That people who are doing their patriotic duty need to be killed. And how is she still a representative? You see what I'm saying? How is this acceptable? You know why? Regardless, we might, of course, we we find that abhorrent. Uh, Nancy Pelosi might find it abhorrent, but the Republicans are okay with it. The other major political party is fine. Fine with this stochastic terrorist, the lies, the big lie, every goddamn lie in between. They're all, they're cool with it. And I don't know, how much longer? How many more people have to die at the hand of right-wingers? How many more, um, how, ma- how much more do we have to endure from them? The violence, the threats, the lies. I, I honestly, I'm so sick of playing the game. I, not, I'm not playing it, but watching some Democrats play the game 
as if the Republican Party is, uh, is in any way redeemable, as if they have something to offer. They don't. What do they have to offer? Chaos, confusion. They even say that. They're, they're sowing chaos and confusion so they can get power to destroy democracy for good, to kill democracy. And in the meantime, they love, you know who loves Marjorie Taylor Greene? Effin Orban, of course, and Putin. They love these kooks. They know how divisive and dangerous they are. And might as well, hey, set her loose in the halls of power. And there has to come a time. Where's our um, have you no sense of decency moment? Will there be that day? I mean, or will it be too late? We're still at the crossroads because honestly, I don't not I don't know if the Republicans win the election in the midterms. I honestly don't know uh, what I'm gonna do because I'm saying I say I gotta get out of here. I can't. I cannot take it. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's unbearable. All of the antics, the constant, it's not, it's not enough that we have to be um, in this pandemic. We got to endure the pandemic of conservatism. That's the real pandemic here. It really is. Because if we could get through anything together, this country could do anything. The people of this country, we, I believe that. And, but like all countries, all we need is to be unified and, and uh, have a goal, have a common goal. But, you know, these, these Republicans... It's like we're constantly not just fighting the circumstances that we're in, whether we brought them on ourselves or not. Then we have to endure these these fascists that are just, what are they doing? They bring nothing. They're horrible. They're stupid. They're ignorant. They make everything worse. They confuse. First of all, let's just play this, actually. It's the, towards the end of the show. So, This video clip of Marjorie Taylor Greene, she thinks, I'm sure she thinks she's really smart. She came up with something called corporate communism. She's an idiot. Corporate com. It, 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 let's let's let her explain. These large corporations the are military with, industrial complex. military industrial complexes. And then Wolfie Boy has the military industrial complex. Yes, yes. See, I know something too. I'm not just a wolf boy who uh, uh, sexual predator who pays for sex with underage girls. No, I'm not just a pedophile. I know something. I heard military industrial comp. I am smart, like you, Marjorie. And the other thing I have to ask: Do you think these two are banging each other? What these two? Why are they? Why do they hook up? They team up. 
hey, Marjorie, let's go on tour. You know how Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene is infamous. She is an infamous, um, what do you call adulterer. Anyway. Oh, that would be fun. Issue. So I have a term for that. I call it corporate communism. Corporate communism destroys small businesses in America. And I have a very good example from my district. They destroy the small businesses and the corporations gain all the control and they can't be defeated. You sound like, see, this is why they are effed up. And fascism has, they have a a certain grain of truth. Of course, she doesn't know what she's saying because she's an idiot. It's not like Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is, he knows um, what he's saying. He, he's just a disgusting fascist, white nationalist prick. Marjorie Taylor Greene is, as AOC described, a deeply unwell person who's also a moron. And in this modern world, it must be very confusing and hard for Marjorie Taylor Greene to keep up while humanity evolves. And she's living around people, maybe, I don't know, now at least, who aren't absolute idiots. I don't, you know, so she, she uh, has exposure to some terminology and she knows nothing. This isn't, let's not forget, this isn't a, a grown-ass woman who went on the internet and found herself in, in uh, retweeting QAnon conspiracies. I mean, an idiot, an outright moron, a dupe, a dumbass, a, a willfully ignorant moron. So corporate communism, huh, Marjorie? Um, so corporate, wait, let, let, let's see. She explains it again. Let's see. Good example from my district. They destroy the small businesses and the corporations gain all the control and they can't be defeated. And they do the bidding of the government like they're doing. Biden's saying, oh, oh the government. The bidding of the government. I see. So it's corporate communism. It sounds a lot like um, monopoly capitalism, the cancer stage of capitalism. And she just adds some the buzzwords. And the corporations gain all the control and they can't be defeated. And they do the bidding of the government. Like Do the bidding of the government. I see. This is where the communism part comes in. I have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. Marjorie Taylor Greene is, really sounds like she's uh, upset with uh, free market capitalism. But she doesn't know it. They're doing. Biden's saying, oh, the government's not going to mandate vaccines but the big corporations are doing it. Corporate communism, they're putting the policy in place through their businesses, on their employees, and on their customers, oh like we've seen God. with the airlines. And- wow. So, uh, like, Wonke- uh, from Wonket, Robin Panetia, Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't know what communism is. To be fair, she's not unique in this respect. A lot of people in America think communism is basically a choose-your-own-adventure of bad stuff. What is somewhat unique about her, however, is that she's a Republican who has no idea what capitalism is. In a discussion with Matt Getz in his Firebrand podcast, they all have podcasts now. That's the other thing. They don't have any they don't do any work for the American people. They have podcasts. 
See, I have a hard time doing a podcast myself because I'm, I got time. It's a time issue. Busy, busy. I got shit to do. Trying, you know, I, I want to do the podcast on a daily basis at a set time. How do these fuckers do it? How? You know what I mean? These are supposed to be legally elected representatives. Ted Cruz does a podcast. They all do podcasts. Because all they are are trolls. That's it. They got nothing to offer except tickling the fissures of disunity. (sighs) In a discussion with Matt Getz on his Firebrand podcast, Firebrand, F you, go to jail. Green discussed her issues with what she calls corporate communism. Her theory here is that communism just means controlling everybody. And that's what she thinks. That's what communism is, just controlling everyone. And and that means wearing a mask or taking a vaccine. Everybody's control. If if that is something that we're told to do as a society because we're in a national crisis and we're trying to overcome and get through it, and we and we have a plan. Okay, we got a vaccine. Let's do this, guys. Let's do it. We stick together. We win. And they run out. Oh, that's communism. Because that's Republicans don't give a crap about this country. They hate America. They're not patriots. They wouldn't inconvenience themselves. They wouldn't walk across the street. You know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Uh, you know, wait five minutes. They wouldn't do a damn thing of inconvenience for themselves if it meant that maybe somebody else didn't die or their country was uh, better off. Yeah, uh, just think about all of the crises, crises that we've been through as a country and imagine these Republicans. And so they're they're the antagonists. They're, it's like you're fighting the crisis. You're trying to get through the crisis, and also, um, try to get through it in spite of the Republicans. You're trying not to die in spite of the filthy fascist Republicans, and now, their their filthy fascist lies. Not only are they going to kill more Americans with their filthy fascist lies, they're going to kill democracy itself. So um, her theory is that communism just means controlling everybody instead of the government controlling everyone themselves. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds real fucking deep thinking there, Marjorie. And they're getting corporations to control people for them. That's the... Her twisted-ass thinking? You know, because corporations are always doing the government's bidding without being compelled by law. You know how they are, how corporations are. Remember how before the Affordable Care Act, how we didn't, they wouldn't kick anybody off when they got sick or they wouldn't deny people um, for pre-existing conditions? Remember that? Because they were always just doing uh, the bidding. They didn't need to be compelled. They just were doing the right thing. <sighs> Marjorie Taylor Greene may not like this, and she may not like communism, but that doesn't then mean that this is communism. 
you stupid fuck. You know what I mean? So, so this stupid QAnon bitch is stupefying more people by opening her mouth. And therefore, the stupid snowball continues rolling down the hill. Um, <laughs> I don't like cottage cheese and I don't like birds. That doesn't mean the cottage cheese is a bird. I don't know why they picked bird, but I like birds. I don't like cottage cheese. This actually is just free market capitalism in action. And, and while the U.S. generally has a bit of a socialism for the rich and capitalism for the poor problem, that's not what this is either. The reason these corporations are able to get so huge and quote-unquote hurt small businesses is because of economic policies largely favored and implemented by, wait for it, Republicans. I agree with Marjorie here, and so do I. Those policies are bad, and corporations should be more heavily regulated in general. But they're not doing the bidding of the government. They're doing what is in their own best economic interest. Why? Because sick days cost them money and inconvenience them. Why? Given the choice, would an employer make it more likely that a whole bunch of employees are going to have to take a day off of work uh, all at once to recover from COVID. What sense would that make? As for the customers, well, it's hard to write a positive Yelp review from an ICU. And smart business owners know that. This logic really only makes sense if you think that COVID is not real and that the United States government invented it and that the vaccine for the express purposes of being able to control Marjorie Taylor Greene and her friends. That's what they think, that the vaccine and wearing masks is about controlling you because they're so out of control, right? Well, they are in some way, but I don't give a shit. I don't want to control them. I just want them to leave. I want them gone. Legally and peacefully, I want them gone. Go away. You, you don't like it here. We don't like you. You don't like us. You, I mean, go. Go. Think of all the freedom in Liberland. No vaccine mandates. Nothing. Nothing. No, no, uh, no government at all. I don't understand why they just don't go for it. Go. Don't F up my constitutionally limited democratic republic. My, my perfectly so, so far aspirational and trying to be decent democracy founded in the liberal age of enlightenment to, uh, to overthrow an aristocracy and, uh, and a king and a monarchy. I mean... Don't, don't F that up. Get the F out. And uh, you don't like it? Okay, go. Go Galt. We're trying to make it work for all. We're not trying to throw, the, throw it out. Because we are capable of functioning in a democracy. You're not. That is clear. And you're confused, Marjorie. 
clearly you're not just unwell, you're very confused, and you're in over your head. Unfortunately, she's like a, a drowning woman who, as she's drowning, she's going to bring as many people down with her. She's going to hit her spray of stupid is going to hit as many people as, as it can reach. She doesn't make any sense. Corporate communism? I call it corporate communism. It's uh, the worst. It's worse than corporate. I love corporate, but I don't like communism. That's like putting uh, ants in my favorite uh, tequila drink instead of, uh, instead of a lemon or salt. I don't know what you put in. I, I... My God. That seems like a lot. Let me see. This logic really only makes sense if you think that COVID is not real. Okay. Um, And the government invented it and the vaccine for the express purpose of being able to control Marjorie Taylor Greene and her friends. That seems like a lot of effort and money for something with such an unclear benefit. (laughs) Isn't that true? It's like, who? that's what I keep saying. Who cares? We don't care about you. We want to track you we don't i don't want you to i don't want to track you and like i said i want you to go and there will be no tracking involved when you're gone we will will we're gonna party like it's 1999 up in this bitch when you're gone for real (laughs) it's a lot of that's why i say like we don't have the energy we don't we're too busy. We're trying to get through the day. We're trying to get through our lives. I don't care about you. We want uh, Marjorie Taylor. We, nobody wants to control you. Least of all, Bill Gates. Nobody cares. Like, we want to know where you are. We know where you are. You're at a Trump and Z Nuremberg rally. Or you're at the CrossFit gym. Or you're uh, at a meth lab. Who cares? We don't. I don't care. You're dumb. Yeah, we we know where you're not, too. You're not at a library. You're not um, at any... You're not where you, you could be of use. You, you're not doing anything of use. You're not visiting the people in prison like you're, the Jesus you pretend to worship instructed you to do. You're not out there feeding the homeless or, or housing the homeless, feeding the hungry. You're not doing anything worthy. You're not do, you know what I mean? There's so much to be done. You're not helping anyone. You're not, you're not even helping an old lady across the street. You're not doing anything. This is what they are. Everything is a big inconvenience to them because they're so special. They're so special. Bill Gates wants to track them. For what? Go away. I just want to track you to a one-way ticket to Liberland. Jesus Christ. And why would they continue bothering when it seems quite clear that everyone who got the vaccine remains in full possession of their free will? I would, I suppose it's possible that in the next month's time, we'd all turn into Cybermen, but that seems unlikely. 
a vaccine for the record actually seems like a terrible terrible route to go if your goal is to control the kind of people who don't believe in vaccines right (laughs) exactly why would you do that why don't you just give it track them through their uh through their i don't know uh, what sucks I don't their Dollywood rewards card. I don't. I, what else? The NRA card. Their uh, how about their stupid in the last minute? Their Trump, their Trump card, their misspelled Trump card. <laughs> Help us! So where are the aliens? W- will somebody come and rapture these fuckers already? You know, it's time. We've had enough. You'd be much better off slipping your mind-controlled drugs into some of that magical miracle bleach or some kind of snake oil. Exactly. Why don't he just put, put a tracker in hydroxychloroquine? And in the last minute of the show... The Trump card, ladies and gentlemen. This is how stupid they are. Um, the Republicans, of course, looks kind of like a Nazi symbol. That's not the only thing about the Trump card. It's also misspelled. But you get to pay for it. And just think about how... How stupid. How lazy. You know what I mean? Because you're you, when you're doing a graphic, and for somebody you would imagine, like the so-called, well, the former so-called president, there there's a few um, approvals. There's an approval process involved, and um, shit. I see the music isn't playing. All right. And what do you call it? I missed the cue. All right. But there's an approval process involved and people have to sign off on these things. And so you know that this went through numerous rounds and no one caught this misspelling. Official was misspelled on the Trump card. That's how dumb they are. Lazy and dumb and embarrassing. And we we can definitely do better. Listen, guys, I have to, I got to run. But the thing is, before I do, I want to thank you. And um, all I can do is say I'm very sorry (laughs) for tonight's show. It was kind of a, I felt like it was a little bit of a mess tonight. My technical problems and things not working. So... I do apologize, and it was very distracting, and um, I don't feel, I felt like it could have been better. So I have to apologize, but um, one day at a time, we stick together, we win. Hopefully things will, I will figure out what the hell is wrong. I don't know why um, the stupid music isn't working, why it worked, why it stopped working, what's happening. And what happened? 
<laughs> You're funny, Haiku. You did fine, Tara. <laughs> You're great. Shadow Star Ace. Thank you, Tara. Great show. You're very kind. Thank you, Errol Thomas. Thank you. It's all good. I appreciate that. It's just... Uh, it's frustrating. May We'll have a show as soon as possible. Next week, as soon as possible. Get up here. But you know who's here? Yay! Tara Jr. Jr. is here to say goodnight to his friends. Yes, you're great. Winston, you're the best. Thank you, Winston. Great show, Tara. I love every show I can get. You're very good to me. Mark C., no worries, Tara. The actual content is always great. <laughs> yes, when we can battle, when we battle through the problems. Yes, 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 yes. All right, my friends. I got to go figure out a bunch of things that annoy me right now, the technical problems. And I have to put the stupid progressive voices show together. It's not stupid, but thank you, Elise. It was a good show, Tara. Elise writes, <laughs> love you too. Love you too. Hopefully, we'll do a show soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. In the meantime, remember, we're on the right side of history. So, well, at least the microphone works, right? We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much. And thank you, Andrea. I see you. And before I go, I just want to thank you all. Everybody in the chat tonight, Haiku and Daniel and Jim and Winston and Paradu and Thomas and Mark, Mark H and Mark M and Shadowstar Ace and Andrea. Thank you so much. Who else is here? Mark C, Errol, Paradu, Winston. Who did I, did I miss anybody? Elise. Mark again and Shadow Star Ace Traverse J. Nice to see you. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I don't want to miss anybody. Hi. Oh, Sin City. You guys, thank you. Errol, thank you so much. River, River, nice to see you. And Mark. Hankins, Shadow Star Ace, you're great. And I want to thank you all, really, Sin City, you're the best. Thank you all for hanging out. My name is Tara Devil. I'll see you very soon.